0: This is Bill Messerly with St. Gabriel Catholic Radio bringing you a special Front Line of Hope update with Bishop Robert J Brennan, Bishop for the Diocese of Columbus for Tuesday, June 16th, 2020. Welcome, Your Excellency. Thank you. How good to talk to you today. We've had two or three days of excellent weather. I know that you're getting used to Ohio being perfect weather. Um, What has your adjustment been like uh, coming from the East Coast now to Central Ohio as it relates to weather?
1: Well, actually, the weather is very similar. To tell you the truth, um, the weather's been been great, like you say. And I often tell people the weather here today is tomorrow's weather back in New York. <laughs> so, and it, that, that's not not totally inaccurate. So, but it is great having the light in the morning and the light in the evening. I've been back on my morning walks, and that's that's just fantastic. And. Uh, and you're right, it's, it does lift you up when the sun is out, doesn't it? You just feel things, the, the burdens seem a little bit lighter.
0: Well, this, uh, this part of our uh, liturgical calendar, we are kind of centered on the love and the desire of Jesus to be with us. So we celebrated Corpus Christi Sunday, and now this Friday we'll be um, celebrating the Solemnity Feast of the Most Sacred Heart of Jesus.
1: Indeed, indeed. When you think about the Last Supper, Jesus'
0: last wish,
1: you know, what did he want the night before he died, more than anything else, was to be with those chosen, with those friends of his, and through them to be with all of us forever, so that, what does he do that night? He spends time with them, he talks about friendship, but he gives them this gift of the Eucharist, this gift of his own body and blood, so that he could be with his friends and that carries on through the centuries to us today so that he can be with his friends always and forever. So what a great gift. We celebrate it on Sunday, but that has us looking forward to Friday when we celebrate the Feast of the Most Sacred Heart of Jesus where um, we we focus in, in in a very real way. You know, the heart gets gets right to the, the core there, right? The, mm-hmm. the heart is, is often referred to to as it's it's the core of who we are and so we get to the heart of Jesus and um, and and we celebrate his passionate love for every one of us
0: and when i envision the image of the sacred heart it's such a helpful image to me i know that if you just kind of look at it in passing you don't see the real depth of it but his face is an important part of him showing the heart his personal incarnation as God is beautiful, and that his hands, which were pierced, are opening things up, and he's extending all of his feelings, thoughts, and prayers, and asking us to look at the love he showed us to death.
1: That's right. In, in Indeed, you know, in a sense, and I, I take nothing away from divine mercy, the divine mercy prayers are, are so much a part of our prayer life these days, but the, heart, the sacred heart it goes, it goes way back, and um, And that image does draw us into the love and the mercy of God and that invitation you know, and in his visions to Saint Margaret Mary, he talks about the oceans of mercy upon those who call upon his his heart
0: mm. it, you know the the way he presents himself to Saint Margaret Mary over you know three hundred years ago, um, he wants to welcome us, he wants to be with us, and at the time. There was a problem with Jansenism, which was a a heresy where that the, one of the the fallacies was that Christ could not be approached in the Eucharist, and it was just the opposite
1: that 's right and, you know and, and that you know that we have to earn everything that we have to accomplish everything, and in fact it's it, Jesus is drawing us in he 's saying, "Come to me, the reading we 'll have this year for the uh, for the feast day is that beautiful passage in Matthew's gospel. Come to me. Come to me, all you who are weary, who labor, and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble of heart. Come to me and find rest. Come to me because my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The, the invitation couldn't be clearer. Jesus is not pushing us off but drawing us in. And um, and as you said before, that image of the Sacred Heart helps us to visualize that, helps us to see that invitation that Jesus gives us in his words.
0: And the Feast of the Sacred Heart on Friday is also a celebration, a day of celebration for the sanctification of the clergy.
1: That's right. Um, I, I I remember correctly. I think that's a gift that um, Pope St. John Paul II gave us. He encouraged this day to be a day of prayer for the sanctification of priests. So today, as we prepare for this feast, um here on St. Gabriel Radio asking all of the people of the Diocese of Columbus, let's pray for our priests. Pray, Please pray for me and pray for all of us. Pray. You know, and, and notice the way it's written, pray for the sanctification of priests. So we're not asking for long and healthy lives wouldn't mind it, but, <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't mind <laughs> but we're, we need your prayers, please pray that we might be holy. please pray that I and that we might be willing to sacrifice ourselves. please pray for us that we might transmit the the beautiful love of Jesus Christ, please pray that we don't get in the way of what we're supposed to be doing. So, so you know, there's a joyful um, part of this celebration of the sa- sacred heart and a joyful part of, um, of asking for the prayers for the sanctification of priests, but it's also really imploring, imploring God's grace that we might take very seriously the vocation to which he has called us and ask it, and realizing that we can't do it on our own merits. We need his help.
0: And uh, Pope Francis, in his letter last August, August 4th, 2019, he addressed the priests, and he talked about five virtues, and the first was gratitude.
1: Right. You know, um, just to give you some background on that letter, uh, last year, the Feast of um, St. John Vianney, who was one of the great patrons of priests, a very holy and devout priest, the Curé of Ars, he... um, it was the hundred and sixtieth anniversary of his death, and so Pope Francis used the occasion to write to priests all around the world. It was a Sunday this year. I remember it well. I was at the Irish Festival, um, and and it was also a very tragic day around here. There were two national shootings, um, uh, one in Texas and one in uh, right right down the road from us in Dayton. Um, that night before. So um, uh, conscious of all of that, I just happened to open and see my email that Pope Francis wrote all of the priests a letter. And it was really well timed. And, you know, it was a, from the Pope, it was a word of encouragement. It was a word of encouragement. He wanted to lift up the priest. And when we went to see him at the Edlimina, um, I experienced this, but so many other bishops from different regions. So this was something he went back to. Um, he really spoke to us about encouraging our priest and encouraging each other. Um, he really, he said he, he wants to be close spiritually to to the priest. so he wrote that letter. And it really was an encouraging letter. And so as we approach this day, the Congregation for Clergy did a little bit of a synopsis pointing out these five themes. Um, so the first, as you said, is gratitude. Um, you know, the Pope called us to... to consider um a heart that that becomes rich like like a good wine that doesn't turn sour but becomes rich with age he he talks about being a heart of having the heart of jesus and putting on jesus christ putting on jesus christ so there's that gratitude that sense of rejoice rejoice always knowing that the lord is with us um um he he quotes um, St. Paul to the Thessalonians, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in all circumstances, give thanks. Mm.
0: That's beautiful. And uh, Pope Francis also talks about having the heart of Jesus means having the heart of mercy for our priests. Indeed.
1: You know, and um, he, he reminds us that as we celebrate this feast, the true door of mercy is the heart of Jesus Christ. So, our role as priest is to be above everything else, to be configured to Jesus Christ, to be a minister of mercy and reconciliation. It's Jesus who is humble. It's Jesus who is merciful. And that's what he's asked us to, to carry. As we were talking about yesterday, we celebrated the, ord- the ordination of three new priests. And, you know, the ordination rite, um, and even my own reflections really focused in on that sense that we, we're tied to Jesus in the Eucharist. We, we, we um, as priests, our main activity is celebrating the Eucharist. Um, I could add to that another one of our main activities is uh, the celebration of the sacrament of reconciliation. And so, those two elements, gratitude, as that's that's the heart of the Eucharist, gratitude and mercy really come speak to, pardon the use of the, 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 the word, but the heart of who we are as priests. Uh, they're connected with those two virtues of mercy and gratitude, and that's very much connected to the sacraments that take up most of our time, our attention, and really most of our own identification.
0: You know, as you talk about those two special ways that a priest reaches us and gives us Jesus, and one is in the, the Sacrament of Reconciliation, and the word healing is a big part of this, um, this summary of uh, of themes for Friday for the sanctification of priests on the Feast of the Sacred Heart. And the word healing really jumps out to me. What does that mean for you as it relates to being Jesus persona in Persona Christi as you um as you extend that sacrament of healing and love
1: well that's a that's a very good question because um it begins by allowing Jesus to touch us um you go back i've been thinking about this a lot go back to the evening of the resurrection and the night of the resurrection um the lord jesus appeared to his disciples and he showed them his hands and his feet. He showed them his w- wounds. You know, the, the the deacons chose that as the gospel for their diaconate ordination on Friday. um, And that's meant to be a moment of healing. When you see the wounds, we acknowledge the wounds that are there. You know, Jesus doesn't pretend that the cross didn't happen, (laughs)
0: Mm
1: -hmm. you know. But neither does he beat them over the head with it either. He shows them his glorified hands and feet. The wounds and the wounds of Christ become agents of healing for them and for the world. Because, you know, at the moment of the resurrection, at the moment of the crucifixion, they too were wounded. They were wounded by their own feelings of hurt and disappointment and the horror of what they had witnessed, but they were wounded because they were faced with their own weaknesses and their own shortcomings. Um, and and Jesus appears to them and first gives them healing. So what does it mean for us as priests to, be, to, to have that as the heart of our ministry? Well, it means, first of all, allowing Jesus to heal us. It means al- allowing Jesus to touch our hearts and to help us to recognize where we all our own shortcomings our, our own need for ongoing growth and our own need for ongoing healing and then being healed by Christ to bring his healing power to others to bring his healing power to the hearts of so many people who who are hurting in so many ways, especially these days. I mean, given the experience of these last months, which really uh, became the uh, occasion of our daily conversations, right? Mm-hmm. Given the um, experience of these last couple of months and and then um, the, the exposure in these last weeks of the reality of racism, but also the, the violence and... Uh, the need that for healing in our world and in our society, um, we we all need to first find the healing of Christ ourselves, and then it's it's not easy. But the Church as a whole, priests in, in particular, we're called down to be voices of mercy and healing in a world that's torn apart. You know, we're we're listening these days at Mass to the uh, not the Beatitudes, the Sermon on the Mount, which begin with the Beatitudes. But these days, it's all about, you know, yesterday Jesus said, you heard it said, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. But I tell you, there's another way. And then today he, he tells us about, you know, you, you, the, you've you heard it said, love your friends, but uh, hate your enemies. But I tell you, love your enemies. In the midst of everything that's going on all around us, that's a hard message to, to preach. But it is what Jesus preaches. It's the truth. And that, that, that becomes a, a very important task for the whole church, but for all of us as priests, to be able to be this an effective sign of the healing power of Jesus Christ.
0: The heart of the priest needs to be the heart of Jesus Christ.
1: Well said, well said, Bishop. And Brennan, that's that's what we're asking everybody to pray for.
0: <laughs> yes, let's do yes. that. I know I will be doing that. Please, everybody, take that challenge or that request of Bishop Brennan and pray ardently for our priests this week and every week, but especially this week as we celebrate the Day of Sanctification for the clergy that's celebrated this Friday on the solemnity of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Bishop Brennan, could you close us with a prayer?
1: Sure. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. O God, who in the heart of your Son, wounded by our sins, bestow on us in mercy the boundless treasures of your love. Grant, we pray, that in paying him the homage of our devotion, we may also offer worthy reparation through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.
0: Bishop Brennan, what a gift it is that you are sharing your insights, your love, and your heart with all of our listeners at St. Gabriel Radio on your daily Frontline of Hope updates. And now we rejoin our regularly scheduled programming already in progress.